live A-C-U. from the ACU of Texas Studios. This is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Wild Wisdom. So glad to be back with y'all this week. We have a great show in store for you. I am Amy Gernot, functional nutritionist and owner of Strong Soft Wild. And with me is... I'm Dr. Deb, the owner of Return to Wellness. I am a doctor of acupuncture and oriental medicine. Yeah, so we've got some good stuff. And as you all know, of course, before every single show, we're already laughing and carrying on and having a great time. (laughs) And even more so today because we have some amazing guests with us and we are so excited because we are going to have a great conversation. So Deb, why don't you take it away and introduce our awesome, amazing guys with us. Welcome, Eugene, or well, Eugene Jr., Eugene and Reggie. So we have um, Mean Gene Hill uh, with us. He um, has a um, a really good amateur background. He was on the USA team and has had a professional record of 34 plus 2 with 22 knockouts. Did I say that correctly? 34. 34 wins, two losses, and 34. Okay, thank you. I wasn't okay. I'm yeah, 34 wins, two uh, (laughs) losses with 22 knockouts. And then we have Eugene Jr. Uh, Welcome. Uh, And he is currently an amateur with three Golden Glove championships and two national championships, and will be turning professional at the end of 2021. How exciting is that? Congratulations. Welcome. And then last but not least, we have Reggie Johnson. He started boxing at the age of 12, made it to the Olympic trials, and eventually became three-time world champion. Welcome. Thank you. You you nailed it. Thank you. All right. Good job. I'm like, oh, I've never had to announce anybody before. A little nervous. I know. I pushed you outside your comfort zone a little bit. It was good. We have to be pushed outside of our comfort zone. Yeah, we do. So we're so happy to have you all here with, you know, with us today. There's been so much that's been going on over the past month and over the past, obviously, decades and many, many years. Mm -hmm. And we're all about having conversations with people, getting to know people, getting to know how other people live, what your perspectives are. And just having the conversation and furthering that, because we feel like the path forward is always getting to know people on a human level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're so glad to have you with us today. And we're just really going to have a conversation about your lives, what your experiences are, and whatever it is that you feel like sharing with people. I, yeah. I thank you. I want to thank y'all, you know, for even reaching out, having us here today. That's, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. It means a lot to me and Reggie and EJ. Yeah, it's our pleasure. pleasure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah, we've been really, really excited yeah. about this conversation mm-hmm. because it, it's like it's like a lot of a lot of you know like so like white people mm-hmm. are like nervous to even talk to black people about stuff that like this that's going on in, yeah. in right. the world today. Yeah. For y'all to reach out, it's pretty cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It is. It's a challenging conversation because it's kind of one of those like we want to show our support and learn more and be part of the conversation. But we really honestly a lot of times don't know how because we don't want to be like the ignorant white girl who doesn't understand anything, you know, because we get that aspect. And then even from other white people, there's a lot of shame happening right Mm -hmm. now about if you're not posting stuff on social media, then you're part of the problem. And so for us, it's like, well, we you know, social media is, can be a great platform, but having a conversation and really get to know people is a totally different thing. And that's really how you move things and make actual sustainable changes Mm -hmm. is getting to know people. Yeah. It's like the, my favorite movie is remember the Titans. And 
Like I love the part where they were doing what triple three session, days. three yeah. th- triple sessions, and mm-hmm. he's like, "We're you'll stop doing the triple sessions when you get to know each other." And it was interesting because, of course, you have the prejudices when they have you guys seen the movie? Yeah. So the prejudices when they're talking to each other, you know, on the stereotypes, but then when they actually got to know each other as human beings. It was like they become, they were all best friends. And that's really what it should be. It's not about keeping everybody separate. We should be celebrating the differences because that's what makes us all unique and awesome. You know what I mean? I think, so. I think, I think people fail to realize at the end of the day, we're all related. We're all part of the human race. Right. And that's why I, I said that it would probably be a little different. Maybe you guys would be a little surprised. Uh, me and Eugene and now his son in this area, we're coming from a boxing background. So we don't really experience uh, racism to the to the core of it because we have Hispanics, we have Asians, mm-hmm. we have whites, we have blacks on the boxing teams and boxing in the tournaments, traveling across the world and all over the nation together. So I mean, we all blend in, and I think that's why people always turn to to sports. Uh, because you know you just focus on whatever that sport is. Mm-hmm. You're not. You, I mean, hey man, <laughs> you the man for the job. Mm-hmm. I don't care what color you. You got to mm-hmm. get this job done. So, and I think it should be like that in in, in life. You Absolutely. shouldn't judge a person by his uh, character. And and if you do want to judge a person by the color of their skin, think about this here. Whenever you see a white kid that's black and white, or vice versa, think about how beautiful that kid is. Do you guys ever pay attention to Oh, that? no, totally, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's always something special about when you see a black and white kid. I don't care if the mama was black, the daddy was white, or vice mm-hmm. versa. But whenever you see that kid, you're like, man, it's just, it's just something about this kid. Yeah. It's just, they, they, they got a, they, 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 all kids are beautiful, but they, they got some extra. Mm-hmm. And I think that's by design. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with that. Yeah, I would yeah. totally agree mm-hmm. with that. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know if you guys know Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to cover my ears. Hold on. But, 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 Just kidding. But, but, but me and Mike Tyson have, have the same <laughs> story. Aren't they doing a rematch? Holyfield and Tyson? I think they're talking about that. Yeah, they're talking about it. Yeah, they've been talking about it. But I have the same story to Tyson. Uh, uh, my uncle, who was boxing at the boys' club, took me when I was 12 years old to the Salvation Army Boys' Club and introduced to the late Mr. James Carter. And he became my mentor, uh, boxing coach, and father figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we pretty much just like Tyson. Tyson had Gus and I had Mr. Carter. And uh, till this day, what's his name? We saying that? To this day, the fighter. Uh, uh, Deontay Wilder. Yeah, Deontay Wilder. To this day, <laughs> to this day, still right now, like the boxers I came up with are just people from that era of the amateur boxing. Ah, oh, man, Mr. Carter sparred you. Yeah, yeah, that's your, your white daddy. And if we weren't together, Mr. Carter, where's that little black son of yours? And vice versa. Where, 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 where's your white daddy? But it's, I mean, we was just close like that. Mm-hmm. Man, that man gave me, uh, gave it. What I didn't have, mm-hmm. my dad was uh, was locked up during that during that time, and uh, I had Mr. Carter, mm-hmm. and I, I really give all the credit to my uncle for introducing me to him, mm-hmm. and uh, I can I, till this day some of the things he said speaks in volume today because two of the things he told me he was uh, 
The first thing was introduce me to your friends and I can predict your future. The people you hang out with, oh, trust yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, yeah. And, and the second thing he told me, he said, just like I'm here for you today, you got to be there for someone tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm, I'm, I'm all for charity, just, you know, giving back, helping people and, you know, just, mm-hmm. you know, investing in people, even, yeah. the, you know, homeless people. I'll, I'll sit there on the ground and talk to them, what's going on, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had I had to learn to don't always give them money, but I was like, man, if I got the time, come on, let's go get you something to eat. I'm yeah. not I'm not gonna give you money knowing that you're gonna go try to buy some drugs or something with it. But mm-hmm. that's just you know, it's just some of the thing that Mr. Carter and this whole thing is strange because I've been working I've been knowing him a long time. He fought on my last fight mm-hmm. on the, on the undercard. Oh fun. But uh mm-hmm. but now I've been we've been working out now for three weeks mm-hmm. training him. He's gonna come back and make a run at the heavyweight division, which is I think it's it's something that can be done because mm-hmm. what a heavyweight division is now, but but Eugene, he, you know, he he could be heavyweight champion of the of the world in two to three fights. That's where we at mm-hmm. with boxing at this particular time. And you know, mm-hmm. like wow. like uh, like being on his level of boxing and just being like an average black person, just say like you know him him being world champion, three time world champion. If he get pulled over by the cops, you know they they find out who he is. They kind of like, oh, that was, that's the that's the champion. Mm-hmm. So he kind of get like, because I I've been me and him been in that position. I'd have been speeding on forty five, going ninety miles an hour with no seatbelt on, get pulled over by a state trooper, and they run my name. And I don't know if it pulls up if you a boxer or something, but he had me if I box. No, no, I trust me. They have that mm-hmm. on your record. Yeah, so for I don't certain. know if it pulls up like we mm-hmm. register as a professional boxer. Yeah, yeah. It comes on your record. They put he, it on he, your he record. Didn't, he, didn't, he gave me a warning and uh, we exchanged numbers and he had me to train him. Mm-hmm. And we still friends to this day. Wow. But it's just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But if I was an average black person, right. I probably would have called hell, you know? Yeah, right. Or if he'd have been by himself driving, he would have caught, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's the scary part. Like yesterday, was it yesterday you left the, you left the gym? And your wallet was in your bag. What did I tell you? Because he's young, you know, he's young. And he don't, mm-hmm. What did I tell you? Get, it out my, uh, get my uh, wallet out of my bag and have it in the front just in case I get put over by a cop. And, uh, like, after, if my wallet was in the trunk in my bag, then they don't give a, have a reason to, you know, right. harass me. Yeah. Well, see, I, right. like up, I, I like to update him on that. And I'm gonna even like he's like my little protege too. I'm gonna update him, and maybe you guys too. This is what you do. The one thing everybody have. I got myself. You got your cell phone. Mm-hmm. You got a cell. Where your yeah. cell phone, brother? Where your cell phone? <laughs> it's always sitting out. It's, yeah. Take a picture of your driver's license and have it on your phone, cause your phone gonna always be with you. And when that police pull you over, hold on, sir. I ain't got my license. I flip fuck up by there. I got it on my mm. what you call. But even I mean, like I mean. You know he young. He had, yeah, 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 he had yeah. his he had his whole wallet with his money and everything in his bag, right, right, in the trunk. And me as a daddy, and me as you know a black man, hey, get your wallet, put it in, in front yeah, seat yeah, that way because you. you're young. Right. And I, an average cop that pull over a young person know that they don't know the law, right, right, you right. know they know that if you get pulled over for if you got your insurance and license, and they making you get out the car and you presenting all your information. I'd have been in a position to where I, I got pulled over for not turning my blink on, gave him my license insurance, I'm clear, he made me get out of the car, search my car. Hmm. I don't know the law. Right, yeah, you know, yeah. Don't know the law, and, and 
and got got my car searched and and uh, the chief of police in Dickinson, Ray Lease. Uh, I guess my name went through the uh, you know over the radio mm-hmm. or something. He, yeah. he, he told that officer to leave me alone. Hey, that's a good that's a good kid. Let him, leave him alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell him to it up. He looked at me. He said, "Tonight, tonight's your lucky night." Yeah. Almost like who said that? The police. The cop. Almost yeah. Like, almost like tonight's your lucky night, nigga. Yeah, but wow. but, 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 but but check this out. See, that's because you, Eugene, they know you and you're a boxer. No, I, I was young. I, I was know, young. I know, but still, even that you was young, but think about the, the other guy that's going to get pulled over. He don't. He, they don't know him like they know you, and it's still wrong. That's just like what we just pre, uh, previously uh, uh, experienced with the guy getting with his throat. He's he's the reason when I saw that I said man that guy face look familiar I never forget a face and I talked to one of my homeboys he said that's such and such made from Third Ward I'm like man I knew I knew this dude but but think about the cops sitting there watching the other cops do this yeah they just as guilty man mm-hmm. they, 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 it's like they doing it too and then they say and then they say uh uh it's a thousand good cops and ten bad cops. Well, if the thousand good cops watching these ten bad cops, yeah, they right. bad you got you got yeah. one thousand ten bad cops. That's exactly. Right. exactly. You know? yeah. yeah, that nobody's stepping in. They're all yeah. watching this happen, and no one's stepping in, saying this is absolutely abhorrent. This is unacceptable. Yeah. Like I mean, immediately saying, immediately saying this is unacceptable. If they're yeah. not in the vicinity, immediately saying this is unacceptable. What's yeah. going on? Yeah. But I think it's more to it than racism with those cops because even Hispanics, Asian, Black cops. They got this attitude. It's something about them, man. I mean, you can't. You got freedom of speech in America, man. You can say what you want to say, man. Well, you know, I know my rights or this and that. Oh, they, they get attitude when you challenge them. Mm-hmm. But it's mainly, it's mainly against black people. Oh because, yeah, absolutely. Because I train, I train the Battle of the Badges, the officers for the Battle of the Badges mm-hmm. every year. And what did that cop tell you and Dalen? I, I ain't gonna say no names because he's a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what course. did he tell you and Dalen at the gym? After training, he said uh, that most cops are are scared of are scared of like young black uh, uh, kids because like you know uh, how they're built and like they're bigger than everybody mm-hmm. and stuff like that. They're more athletic, I guess. He said so they're scared. They're scared all automatically when they first come up to your car mm-hmm. and everything. Uh, officer, I mean, like I, I thought that was pretty awesome that. He even said Yeah, that. to even I mean, admit to be something really, like yeah. that, to be just really honest. Yeah. Like, this is what's going through their mind yeah. when they walk up. So they're or- – I mean, obviously, when a cop is going up to any situation, there's going to be an element of fear mm-hmm. because you don't always you, know what you're yeah. walking into. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if immediately it's just because it's a young black man, they're already in this fear posture, yeah. well, they're going to respond to everything that – every little movement you make, that's how they're going to respond. Yeah. They're going to respond from fear. Yeah. Like, their life's and on the line. the only line. thing that's going to protect them is that gun on the hip. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, that gun on the hip. Up night, you know, I don't know, just yeah, but, but for his officer to tell tell him that, I mean, he's a good guy, man. I've mm-hmm. called sure, him absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot. But for him to sit my boys down and tell him that, man, I I, I salute him for that. I, mm-hmm. I take my hat off to him. But you you also know that's just like what we do and what you do too, right now as a boxer. We make that decision to get in that ring, so yeah. we we know what's coming. So yes, those exactly. police officers, yeah, very true. they decided to become police mm-hmm. officers, mm-hmm. so yeah. they know they what they was up to up against mm-hmm. right and i can understand that i think even if we were police officers i would be whoever i pulled over i would be you know hey man i don't know what's yeah what's up man but, but being black being black like us i mm-hmm. walk up to a, a a car full of white white kids white kids 
I put walk up to a car full of Mexican kids, Mexican kids, black kids, and black. I don't walk up to a car with white kids. Oh shit, they white. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They all the same. Don't you know? I don't know because of me being black. Right. But a lot of officers like tell tells me that walking up to a car with young black, not even really just older black guys. Like mm-hmm. you know, like say they walk up to a car with Reggie, they won't. Be as t- intimidated as, as if, the younger kids, mm-hmm. you know, the younger, yeah. you know, stronger yeah. kids, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and that's and that's who's getting killed. The the black youth is getting killed. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, so they're just, I mean, immediately starting out from an intimidation point. Yeah, yeah, immediately before they even have any clue. Like you said, it was as a young kid, you were lucky because mm-hmm. the you know they knew who you were, even though in, as a young kid. So, but the fact that cops said it was your lucky day. I mean, yeah. it does make you think. Well, if I, if you I hadn't been known, if you hadn't been known, what was the intention of the officer yeah. then? Yeah. yeah. What was the intention of the mm-hmm. officer if you hadn't been known? I mean, yeah. that's, that's that's scary. Right. I mean, so what does that feel like for you as a dad? Yeah, I know. It's, that's why I like I'm talking. Like, he might think I'm like overprotective, yeah. but man, I, I know it. If somebody harmed him, that's it. Everything yeah. I've mm-hmm. ever worked for is over. Yeah. Over, like I don't care if, it's, if I got to lose my life that day, or if I got to yeah. go do some time in prison that day. And that's my mindset too. You I know? got three boys. If if something yeah. like that happened to one of my sons, justice, I'm gonna get my own it's justice. Over. I'm going it's to get over. the guy who did yeah. that to him. It's mm-hmm. over. Like everything I work for is yeah. over. I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. care about the house, cars, nothing no more. It's over. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. You you harm because I know him. You know I know what I, I know what I raised, and you hurt my kid or harass my kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta get you. You know. Yeah. But that's that's like you know with any parent though you know yeah. But if if I see somebody hurting your kid, yeah, I got mm-hmm. I got to protect them. It's, I don't care who it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. I got to protect them. That's any right. kid, white, black, anybody. And 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 that's just and that's just it, it's just like a uh, just like a, I can't walk by because people say, man, you got to mind your own business, man. I'm not gonna walk by and see a man beating up a woman. I can't do that. I think mm-hmm. about my mother, yeah. my sister. I don't care what color they is. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna do that. And that happened uh, about two and a half months ago. I see this this black guy, black girl right there on 1960. They going back and forth, pushing each other, this and that. And uh, I made the curve all the way back around. I'm like, nah, man. Let me turn around. I'm gonna go back. And 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 they was walking different ways. She walked that way, and he they was going that way. But I, I couldn't, I couldn't just pass that up and, and mm-hmm. saw that, you know. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't watch that. And yeah. I don't care that I'm not gonna watch a man beat up a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I saw on um, Facebook. Now, 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 if it's two gay guys, I might. I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna get into. Oh that no! Oh yeah. Two, they might want me to. Yeah, we, you can fight with us. But I saw this video from Nicole Walters, and um, have you seen? She's and she's a um, a black woman in Atlanta, Georgia, and she's a business owner. And um, my sister had originally posted it, and I watched it, and and it gave me a totally different perspective because I never even thought of like getting pulled over because like. For me, if any time I've gotten pulled over, I'm like, oh, geez, okay. Is, you know, my cleavage out? Do I look cute? Can I get out of it? You know, and, yeah. and, I, and then hearing her story of how if she gets pulled over, it's like, she goes, well, I know it's at least 45 minutes and I have to ask, can I put my hands in my purse to get my wallet? Can I this? I'm like, I just never even, like, it never crossed my mind because it just hasn't. And so to be able to have these conversations and really see the difference, like, that's, 
it's inhumane, you know, that you have to be that way. And, 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 you know, and then with the, with the cop telling you, um, you know, the, the little insight there, like clearly there's an, what, not an objection or like, there's a problem. So what can we do to fix it? Like how, and even in her video, she was like, you know, how do you differentiate me from a thug or someone who's going to harm them? Like, do I have like a blue hat that I wear? You know, like what, how do you differentiate and how do you, and there's no way to do that. It's impossible. So it's like, we really just need to get to know each other and, and look after each other. And, and it's like, it's not, it's not, it's not us neither. Like, even like, uh, like, you know, me and my son in November, we left, we left a, a, a workout facility. I ain't gonna say the name. We left a workout facility and uh, we sat in the car. I looked at him, my phone, he looked at his phone. We just got to swimming. And uh, we drove off, hit, hit, uh, was on the road, and two cop, two car cops, two carloads of cops pulled us over. And a uh, cop walked up to the car, said, my, my, the back light was out. This was in, in Lake City. Mm-hmm. Back light was out. So he come up to the car, and uh, he said that, uh, hey, where you coming from? And I said, I'm just, I'm coming from the gym. Well, you have your license and insurance, get my information. And he asked, he asked my son, now, if my light out on the back of the car, why are you asking the passenger mm-hmm. for his license and insurance? Yeah. I mean, for his license. Yeah. You're not supposed to do that. No. Yeah. And I knew that, but I had my son with me. Yeah. You know, and I, I, man, it's the last thing I wanted is to, anything to happen with my son mm-hmm. with me. So, giving the information, he he went, I, was, I, I told him, I said, I'm just not, I just get, luckily I had my trunk still on and I was sitting on my towel when we were heading to the gym. I said, I just got through swimming. And uh, he saw it. He looked. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Damn, you know what he did." So he said, "You got your your uh, pass thing on your on your keychain." I said, like, "Yeah, I showed it." So he was like, "Damn!" For wow, the gym, for the I've gym. never. I mean, even to just have to gym. go through There's, all of those yeah. things. Like, look, I'm still wearing the clothes. Look, I have yeah. the. Ta- I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't even think of having to do those mm-hmm. things. But I knew what it was. And then yeah. he he went talk to the other cop. He was like, "Man, he did." You know, I heard him. Yeah, he did. You get through swimming. So he walked back up to the car, and what did he say? To, what did he say to us? You said, well, the re- real reason why I stopped The real reason. Because somebody called and said it was two black guys sitting, sitting in the parking lot looking suspicious. Jesus. Yeah, but 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 they but they always do that, man. That's what really yeah. pisses me yeah. off, man. Why come on? I, I got to be suspicious. But I'm suspicious I'm like, because I'm black. And that's, I'm the like, yeah, that's, you, that's the like, reality. That's the reality of it. suspicious? Like, you, what, do, <laughs> what, <laughs> what are I'm you doing? doing? Exactly. Yeah. What What's your mannerism that what what equates suspicious? What does that even mean? But I'm like, so, so, man, then the cops was cool. Like, mm-hmm. when, once they found out, you know, then I knew some people that they knew and we was talking and yeah. stuff and, and he was like, man, the cop told us, hey, y- y'all need to leave that gym and go to another gym and, you know, because it got better rates and he copied them being real cool but me, I'm, as a dad, I'm pissed off. So, yeah. well, well, I, so I don't see that as a cool cop. I got a problem with the no, no, I'm talking about. I'm talking about. It could have got bad, but he no, ended no, up. No, he ended no, up, no, 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 no. It ain't up. supposed to get bad. See, this. No, he, I wasn't supposed to get pulled over at all. But what no. I'm saying is, but you say he's cool. He, he, he was a cool asshole. cop. That's not. That, hey, no, no. That, he's still an asshole to a certain degree. He, he's that, still an asshole. Yes, he was an asshole for lying, saying he. Yeah, saying yeah. He, lied. Yeah. But and is that he, can he they could, do that? Can they lie about why they pull no, you over? They do it all the time, though. Yeah. They didn't pull me over a handful of times. Talk about the tail light. When I get out and look at the tail light, ain't nothing wrong it's with fine. my tail light. That's just see, an my excuse. Thing is, my thing is, so what if I asked the cop, well, can I get out and look at it? 
would it have been a, a problem? Right. You know, I got my kid with me, mm. so I'm just going. No, 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 no. But sometimes so, you gotta you gotta do that. It's not, it's not you asking that. It's how you ask him. So can I get out and look at my back light? I, Reggie, I'm telling you, man, the way he was, the way I seen, he was scared. The way he came, he 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 wasn't going. I mean, he wasn't scared to the degree of not pulling you over, you black. So he but, wasn't but that in scared. His mind, in his mind already, I've committed a crime in the parking lot. Right. So he's ready. He's on edge right yeah. now. So for me to ask him, hey, can I? I got my kid with me. So for me to ask him, hey, can I get out and check my car, see what you're talking about? He know he's lying already. Right. So like it would have been a problem. Yeah. So man, it's it, kind of a you have to kind of pick your battles almost. Yeah. Like, my is battles. it is it worth I'm it? Not, not to, knowing. I'm is not this trying to get into no scuffle. I ain't trying to right. get tased, sure. shot. I ain't trying to beat his ass. But that's why. But I it's say still sometimes wrong. it's not. Yeah. It's not what but, you say. It's right, how yeah. you say it. But sir, can I get out and look at my what you call? Then he would. And then, then, then I mean, you gotta like. Look, that sends a message to him. Wait a minute, this guy. You know, he ain't disrespecting me. And you're right. Even with that, they got some of them out there to still go off about get mad about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I understand yeah. you have your son with you, but listen, George Foreman. I was at his church one time, and he was talking. He said, "Listen, all my sons, I tell them if the, pol- if the police pull you over, put your hands on the wheel." I understand all that. What you talking about, mm-hmm. bro? I tell, I told my mm-hmm. son that put your hands on the wheel. Yes, sir. No, sir. This and that. Don't you don't want you don't want to aggravate them guys because mm-hmm. they got the ups on you. You sure. know you can you mm-hmm. can you can be right. Your rights and all that. You still can be dead. We yeah. we know that's for yes. sure. Mm-hmm. I understand what you're saying, Eugene. But sometimes you gotta you gotta like well, sir, this and that, and, and then you gotta let them people know sometimes who who you are. Hey, man, I'm such and such, man. Do you know what's mm-hmm. called? So I talked to the police. Pulled me over in my neighborhood. I said, you know, Judge McElroy. Yeah, I know George McElroy. I said, is he still alive? I said, I knew him. I said, my manager used to be his campaign manager. Boom, boom, boom. Like, yeah, you, I talked to him I mean, like it, that. Yeah. But you shouldn't have to name drop. You shouldn't have to name drop to like but, be but, able to. But, but, but I understand but my, what he. But my doing. thing is like mm-hmm. he, even even though all that happened, we left. I went back up there to the gym without my son mm-hmm. that following Monday, and I and I asked this black guy. I said, hey man, uh, I said, do you, do y'all call the cops on people that everybody leave out? Everybody that leaves out of here. He was like, man, what you talking about? I said, man, Friday, me and my son got pulled over by the cops leaving this place. And he said, you know what? He said, there was this other guy, I ain't gonna say no name, but there was this other manager, white guy, that, that called the cops on y'all. And, and you so, had just, but you had just been in their facility working out. Just been in their facility working out. Been in, and he, been in because facility you're for, sitting in the parking lot, and he called the cops. Been in I mean, I just, I, yeah. I'm just like. I mean, you sit in your car all the time. I know, like, like so, you get your music ready and do whatever. He said that, that's just it where the guy was racist or something. So in my mind, I saw what I told the guy, the black guy. I said, so everybody leave out the gym. Got to hear them get in their car and drive off. They can't. People get in their car and check their phone, right. exactly. check yeah. emails, yes. just relax or take a drink out of a protein drink or something, you know? <laughs> Everybody get in their car, they got to hear them drive off. So, see, see, that's yeah. one of the things I don't do. Yeah. But but I, I told yeah. the, I I try the not black to guy, no. I told the black guy, I said, hey, man, is he here? Because I was, I was pissed. Yeah. And you so wanted he, to go talk to him? Shit, I going to more than talk, talk to him. him. You going to do more than talk to him? Yeah, we say, we say, he's going to knock out his bottom teeth. Yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah. he was like, he's back there. So I'm like, where? He said he's back there working out. So he pointed him out to me. So I walked back there. He was with his wife working out. So I addressed him, you know, and I said, hey, man, you know, uh, you call the cops on everybody? Did you call the cops on somebody last week? He was like, oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember. So I'm Can like, damn, agree? how many people you call the cops on? And uh, he was like, look, he got attitude. So, you know, I said some stuff, you know, to him. And then... I ended up walking back up to the front to cancel my membership, and then he come walking up to the front, saying some stuff, and then 
I told him we can go outside. You know, I said we can go outside and, and handle it. You know, and so he was like, well, come on. So we went outside. Me, him, and a black guy. He got outside and he was like, I'm sorry, and you know, apologizing and stuff. But I ended up getting, you know, I ended up getting an attorney and stuff. And but I went out of middle of the gym no more. Yeah. yeah, but it's like it's like man, you can't even go to a you can't even go to a workout facility. And these days, like this, that was like shit. That was six months ago. And leave without getting pulled off because that that could have went bad. Yeah, it could. I could have got shot. I could, you know. Well, like you said, the cop was obviously agitated when he came yeah. up, so he was already like thinking that y'all were up to something, and but so then, he's already then, upset when but he then, comes like, up. The cop, he did say that, but then uh-huh. the cop was like, "Man, I." The cop was like, "Man, I'm not gonna lie, man. These old scary ass, uh, these old scary ass people at these gyms, you know, they see somebody sitting in the car and they automatically thinking somebody. The cop was telling me this. We're thinking automatically thinking somebody's doing something wrong. He said as 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 bullshit. He was like, man, if I was you, I wouldn't even try, I wouldn't even work at that gym no more. He said, man, me and my he told me what him and his wife work out at. Me and my wife work out at the gym up the road for a whole lot cheaper than that place. So was that a white guy or a black guy told you that? The the white cop. The white cop told you. He that? ended up. That's why I say he ended up kind of, you know, he came and, and did what he did, but mm-hmm. then he ended up like being cool about it at the end, you know, and we ended up leaving and stuff and. But I went back up there to the gym and I addressed the problem and uh, I ended up getting an attorney and you know, but it was I sh- it shouldn't have to go through all that no. just because you know. Well, and especially the black. fact that you he's the manager there. You just worked out there. You he clearly it's not like you well, shouldn't happen regardless. Yeah. Yeah, so and thinking, I mean, thinking, you all were just there. How I'm can he? In my mind too, like okay, they got cameras out here. If you're a manager, it's it's you know what's the what's the right. Do you automatically call the cops on these people, or do you kind of go back and look at the camera and see yeah, if that car? Did, right. did you see him get out the car, come in the gym, stay in the gym for forty-five minutes, come out, yeah. ask somebody, "Hey, did, did two black guys just leave out of here?" And yeah, he probably yeah. had to see you at the gym. Yeah, if you go there all the yeah, time, he, he had to see you know your face. But mm-hmm. even even hey, the, the the lady, the whoever at the front, hey, did you see two black guys just walk out? Yeah, uh, they just him and his son. You know, they just walk, he didn't do nothing. He just automatically called. He just automatically called. And yeah. I mean, that's what I think. Like, people that make false claims, there should be repercussions for them. Like, I just saw an article that there was a a young boy that was accused of raping this white girl, and he spent seven years in jail. Did anybody see this on Mm -hmm. Facebook? So he spent, like, seven years in jail, and then the girl comes out and says, oh, it never happened. So this poor kid who, oh, he was a pro football. Oh, yeah. Is that what you just said? They're doing a movie on him, And so, and it's just like, and then, you know, people are posing the question, uh, should that girl be held accountable? Well, hell, yeah, she should. Because she just ruined his poor kid's life. You know, defamation of character. I mean, there's so many things that can be thrown at that. So that manager should have charges against him, you know, per the law. And that's, I think, that they need to start reforming that. And yeah, and, well, because re- in reality, it put your life in danger for no reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think they put the guy, let him go back to the trial for the NFL, didn't he? He's in. Did the NFL. I don't know. I don't know. They I just did. saw the one thing yeah. and it, it pissed no, me they, off. They, I just they, they, they let him come back and try for some uh, NFL teams. Yeah. But well, people that I, make false accusations, they should be held accountable for that too. Absolutely. You know, and it's yeah. not like, you know, I mean, I get like, you know being in a weird situation and women's intuition or something like we're taught as women to be on guard and don't go into an elevator with someone. If you have an intuition that you think something might happen, mm-hmm. because if you don't trust it, then, you know, we always hear about these women getting raped and this and that, and that's not a racing. It's just, you know, that's how theme. it is as a female, yeah. you know, but 
you know, like trust your gut, but it doesn't mean you have to cut. Like, I'm not going to accuse somebody of something because I feel uncomfortable. Like, get over it. You know, it's time to just grow up, put some big boy and big girl panties on and get along. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it's irritating. So, yeah. So... I think I think I think we're in a beautiful place though right now because I'm I'm starting to really see change. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I know it was a sacrifice for the young the two young men we just black young men we lost. But you if you think about it, man, you know, we got people in different countries uh tuning in to what's happening mm-hmm. over here. They marching in different countries mm-hmm. about yep, what's all happening. All over the world. Yeah. And yeah. then and when I look at the news now, I see I see Caucasian brothers and sisters, I see Asians, I see mm-hmm. blacks, all these people marching together. So so when you really think about it, that's 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 paying tribute to the to mm-hmm. the Martin Luther Kings and those guys who back in the day uh marched uh, for 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 uh rights and things mm-hmm. of that nature. I think I think it's a beautiful thing. And uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Louis Farrakhan, but he said this uh, when Trump became president. He said, no, don't y'all worry. This is going to show you who America really is, and they're going to put it in a position to where they have to address it. I think it's being addressed today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Trump, Trump says, like, uh, you loot, we shoot. You know, like, mm-hmm. so he, he's gassing the cops up to, like, I I don't believe in you know tearing up stores and burning up stuff like that, but still like he's I mean, trying to get the, he trying to get the army, navy, marines to go against the people. Damn mm-hmm. Target and and, and uh, these stores getting burned up, but like people dying out here. Yeah, y'all worry about some like stores getting burned up. Mm-hmm. You know, but there's like when Colin Kaepernick took the knee. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's sorry, piece. Of, yeah. You know, Trump. Yeah, Trump was talking yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah, I know. And like when when uh. You know when, like when every when the black people peaceful pro like they talk about them, but now they tan up stuff and now they. But, but they put their own narrative on it because it wasn't what, what Trump was talking about. That that's not why he was kneeling. No, nah, he wasn't. I mean, he, yeah, he was mm-hmm. kneeling because right. of the yeah. stuff that that's yeah. going yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Police brutality and things of that nature. That's what he was kneeling. And for. now and now everybody's kneeling. Yeah. Now every every right. every race is kneeling. Right. And Colin Kaepernick was doing that two years ago. Yeah. And everybody called him a piece of shit for mm-hmm. doing it. Yeah. yeah. See, that's why because they, they weren't understanding what yeah. was, what he was this really black, doing that this, for. This guy. Uh, they, like you said, they changed the narrative. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, you know, I worked for Tony Busby, the uh, the guy ran, was running for mayor, the attorney. Yeah. A oh, good okay. friend of mine, but uh, I got I ended up getting this guy on with me, this white guy, my friend, you know, and uh, we was. One night we was out there and he was just we was at Tony's house and he was talking about the Colin Kaepernick kneeling and I'm like you know yeah he's talking about well, he disrespecting the flag and I said well if you look I said well Google the all the disrespects of the, of the American flag I said when women wear it on a bathing suit mm-hmm. that's disrespecting the flag hats mm-hmm. businesses that that has flags flying out in front of I said before a football game when they had a, the, when all those people holding the flag out. Uh, mm-hmm. horizontally. Yeah. Horizontally, mm-hmm. that we looked up all the disrespectful. I say it's a lot of ways you mm-hmm. date people disrespecting mm-hmm. the flag. And man, this guy told me, uh, well, if you if you agree with what Colin Kaepernick saying and doing, then uh, I'll get my next check. I'll get my next check, and I and I give you, a, I'll pay for you a flight back to Africa. Wow. And this is a friend of yours, man. He was uh, a friend, and I got him. I got him on. I got him on it to working with Tony. Uh huh. He said, "I give you a. Uh, I pay for you to get a, a flight back to Africa where you come from." 
And he had no idea that what he was saying is part of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, he just literally spewed out the whole problem. He's, he's, <laughs> a, he's a preacher. Mm. He's a preacher, Lamar, white mm. guy. But like when he said that, we was really good friends. Yeah. He more hurt my feelings than I got pissed off. Yeah. So, I, so then I started getting mad. I said, what did you just say? And, uh, and he's, he's, uh, he said it again. I told him, I said, man, if you wasn't, he's up in age. He's older than me. He too old for me to be punching. <laughs> so, you know, so I was just like, well, you shouldn't have punched him. You should have slapped him. Slap <laughs> some sense into I know, him. right? Like, really? Damn. You really just nah, I, said I that? Up, I just talked to Tony and I talked to Tony and Tony, Tony let him go yeah. like the next day. Yeah. Yeah. But, 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 yeah. but you know something, this is another thing we got to understand. This is stuff that was passed down and taught. Yes. Yeah, you know, I was just going to say racist. that. Yeah. No, yeah. This, is pro- this is programming. It is. I mean, it's really programming. It's hardwired yeah. into people. And, and getting people to wake up and come out of it can't be really cha- challenging just depending on how they grew up and how deep the programming is. Mm-hmm. Because that is so true to them that the idea that the opposite could be the truth is unfathomable. Mm-hmm. And so it's it hits them to the core of their identity. Yeah. And so to try to get them to come out and see that there's a different side and, and people live different ways and people are different and that's completely fine is really can be really challenging for some people. They mm-hmm. just cannot see it. They it's cannot like, see it. It's like uh, even like in school, coming up in school, you know, we was always taught that like, you know, all the history and stuff it's like all all white people did everything, mm-hmm. but in reality, like a lot of black people invented a lot of stuff too that mm-hmm. they never talk about. I got that yeah. list too. You know, yeah. like he, I got he, a list of all the yeah. stuff. I, I made I made him study that. I mean, he can sit here and talk for days about about you know what black people did and and who 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 really who really uh you know uh found certain things back mm-hmm. in the day. Yeah. Like he, he, he I, I, I can tell you another uh, it, uh, a great inventor, black guy that you wouldn't believe. Jack Johnson, he was yeah. an inventor. He he invented tools, and I'm I'm related to Jack Johnson. D. Jack Johnson from Galveston, the first African American heavyweight champion. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. He he invented tools, mm-hmm. the wrenches and yeah. stuff. Uh huh. Like yeah. Oh, he interesting. Was, yeah. But it's it's and like, he was he was marrying white women. In the early 1900s. Wow. He was a bold man. Yeah. Yeah. Very much. Y'all don't know about Jack Johnson, do y'all? I'm not from here. I'm originally from uh, New York, so. Oh, no, no. But But uh, he's the first champion, world champion. But he's right from Galveston. Gotcha. Okay. uh, uh, Oh, yes. I know who you're talking about. Okay. I'm like, I know the name. I'm like, why is like this not? I have to Google it. I got you. His first wife was black, and she cheated on him. And he said he had never had another black woman. And he, he started dating white women. And he, and, That's bold. And, and, and that back in, back yeah. in the day, he, I mean, he was married to them, taking them to the fights with them, everything, man. But they was, you know, he was the champion of the world. And then he had his manager. They, they, you know, they, they didn't mess with him. Yeah. Yeah, and that's based, that's what uh, the King the King Kong movie that's based off Jack Johnson. Oh, you know how? Uh, no they used kidding. That's the uh, fight in uh, Madison Square Garden, New York. Uh huh. And uh, how King Kong took the white lady. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Big black. Yes. Uh, big thing. Yeah. Took it to the. Oh uh, my the, gosh. The, what? And took it to the uh, what's it called the tower. The tower. Yeah. Where were the Empire State Building? building? In yeah. New York. Yeah. yeah oh my gosh, yeah. that Man. is crazy. I need to look at the. Oh yeah, you look up Jack Johnson. I well, yeah, Jack Johnson. That is so interesting. But yeah, I mean, 
mean, our history is it. It's a very whitewashed history. It's a whitewashed, elite whitewashed history. And so we have a very, very narrow view of what the history of just, even if you just look at it from our country, we have a very narrow view of what that actually is. And it's not because it's not inclusive. Then we think, oh, well, you know, if you're black, then you weren't really part of my history. So you're not part of the country. I mean, it's, and it was very, it's specifically done that way to continue the narrative. I mean, this is like, this is a systemic programming. So right. it's coming at us from every angle, which is why it's such a com- actually a much more complex thing than we realize it is. Because it's like, for all of us, this programming is coming from every direction we can think of. Yeah. I mean, it's coming from the food industry. It's coming from a pharmaceutical industry. It's coming from our educational system. It's everywhere. It's like literally like a... I'm trying to think of like some insidious thing that's it's, just infected the whole country. Oh, and so, the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you just went there. <laughs> Ooh, let's break down the conspiracy. Funny. Okay, let's do yeah. it. No, just kidding. <laughs> and so, what you're saying, like he's like uh, like Reggie said, you know that this is actually a pretty amazing time to get to be yeah. a part of yeah. because we're seeing on a and because we have such access to seeing people through internet through social media that there is an opportunity for real change because it's in your face so it's not this hidden thing that you can't see you know like when we were in school well you know we didn't have we didn't even have internet yet we had the encyclopedia britannica encyclopedia britannica and then whatever our world are you know u.s history books said we didn't have access to all this information we didn't have access to seeing everything that we see today and so we can create a much different change now because it's, it's literally in our faces so what about y'all have y'all ever do y'all have people in y'all family that that don't like black people have y'all ever like coming up, up in the house in y'all homes mm-hmm. i ain't never asked uh, but coming up in y'all homes have y'all ever heard the word nigga not in my house um grandparents yes um then my ex-husband's um grandparents yes and we'd always the first time i heard i was floored and so like my niece and nephew through my ex-husband they're mixed so they're half white half black dad's black mom's white they're beautiful children like you said they're beautiful good kids and they literally could not um they just called them white they were not. They were not black. Also, mm-hmm. they couldn't acknowledge the fact that they were black and white. It was yeah, very did, interesting. Did they, did they like the? Oh, loved them. Yeah, absolutely loved them. Great with them. Cherished them. All that stuff. But they mm-hmm. couldn't acknowledge that side of them. But see, Eugene, it was very not, interesting. But they're not that old, man. You know, they didn't listen to some rap music. How many times? Did they um, the sweetheart, oh, you, you have don't no even idea. know this girl and her. You don't even know. Yeah, you have no idea. <laughs> but no, I mean, as far as that being like a, a word that we would hear, no. It's not something I heard. And I grew up in I grew up in the north. We're both we're both Yankees. So I grew up in Montana and Wyoming, which is oh. a heavily white population. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's very few black people that live there just in general. Um, but I wasn't raised to think that there was any difference. I didn't realize that that was thoughts. I mean, I remember having conversations with my parents in high school where this stuff would come up about like dating a black boy and how what they thought about that. And I was like, Wait, what? You 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 don't think that's a good idea? You think there's something wrong with that? And I was floored because I just had no idea that those thoughts were there for them, mm-hmm. and yeah. that their concern for me dating a black a black boy well, was I'm, was I'm big. Right like that that I would it. be ostracized. That people would you know make fun of me. That people would say, and they did. I mean, that did happen. Um, but I was just floored because I didn't I didn't know it was there. But it what it did was give us a really great opportunity to have a conversation about it, and it actually shifted their mind about it as well. It was. It was a great thing mm-hmm. that ended up happening, but I was really surprised that those thoughts were there with him. I had no idea. 
So, so, and in so, my, oh. so have y'all ever dated a, a black guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I what dated a black you? boy in mm-hmm. high school and then um, um, a young man in college. You, you, you did it on a low level then if you dated a, a black boy, so you needed to date a black man. Well, I was 16, <laughs> so <laughs> that wink, was wink. good. <laughs> because, see, 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 see if, you, if, you date a, if you date a black Change man, see, then it, that's where it comes from. They say once you go black, you don't go back. That's when you date a black man. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I get it. But once again, I mean, if people don't recognize once you see a kid that's black and white, how beautiful they are, something special yeah. about that kid, it's just like your little man. I was looking for him today. He's, he's part white. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He says part white. You got a little white, man. <laughs> <laughs> you ate too, you ate, you ate too he's much. He's a lady killer, I'm sure. <laughs> his mom was half black and half white. Oh, oh okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Deceased, but his mom was half black and yeah. half white. Yeah. But for me, I mean, my dad, um, well, first of all, I mean, from five years old to 10 years old, we were like in Section 8 housing. And, you know, I had, I mean, there were white people, there were black people. And just, so I learned how to, believe me, I used to be able to like, I learned how to break dance. I could like do head spins on the cardboard box. I mean, you know, I'm dating myself right now. We need to see this with our own eyes. Sweetheart, that was a long time ago. (laughs) But, um, so, I mean, there really, it, it was no thing. Like it was never a conversation. I mean, there didn't need to be. And then even my dad, he, um, he worked in a maximum security prison. So my hometown, you know, Auburn Correctional Facility in mm-hmm. upstate New York, I mean, it's a maximum security prison. And, I mean, he was dealing with criminals all the time. Some criminals, some none, you know, but nonetheless. And he always said, it, it, like, and he never said, he never called anybody out of their name. And he he was like, everybody's a human being. And, and even, you know, because, of course, there were asshole correction officers that are just jerks. But those people, like, they hate themselves. So, of course, they have to be bullies. And that's a whole other yeah. conversation. But my dad is like, you treat people with respect, they'll treat you with respect back. And mm-hmm. and that's it. That What more needs to be spoken, you so know? That's how it was coming up in my house. Like, yeah. my grandma raised me, but it was never like, like, F the white people or, or yeah. nothing about none of that. Mm-hmm, like, don't yeah. come home with a white girl or... It was like, man, I, I, I never noticed mm-hmm. like the racism at home coming up. Well, and 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 I went to undergrad in Buffalo, New York, and so, um, but you know, I grew up liking hip hop and R and B, and you know, doing my little mm-hmm. break dancing on the cardboard box and everything. But um, so we, me and my friends, a, an Asian girl and a redhead. Um, we would go to this one club called Crawdaddies. I don't even know if they're still there, but it was Crawdaddies in, in Buffalo, New York. That's funny. But it was a predominantly black club. Yeah. And I mean, some people liked us being there. Some people didn't, but we didn't care. We just wanted to have fun. Mm-hmm. So we did, you know. The black, the black girls didn't like y'all. They did not. Yeah. Not necessarily. Although yeah. some, I mean, like... I mean, I, yeah, I, I could tell some stories, but, but, and I could do all the line dances, you know, like That's the what I was going like, to say. When they saw you dancing, I bet yeah. they oh, kind of gratitude. Well, and they tried yeah. to learn the dances yeah. from me because I, I mean, I was a dancer oh, since oh, I was three, so I learned uh-huh. how to pick that they stuff up quick, you know? Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So, 
But I mean, but that's the thing. It's like I went into a world that most white people would never go into because they're nervous, they're scared, they're thinking, you know, who knows what they're thinking. But I think that that's what really needs to happen. People just need to come together and and go um, into situations that you wouldn't necessarily be comfortable with because there's growth in that. You know, like working out, you build a muscle. It doesn't feel good. You're going to be in pain. You know, it's there's growth in that, you know, and you do it for a reason. So, so. I mean, that's how I operate. I, don't, I mean, I'll go anywhere. If somebody say, hey, man, you know, that's why you can't. I mean, I... I'm just bold. I'll just go there, man. Yeah, hey, I don't man, care. You, you're a man just like I am. You're a woman. Just like you, you know, we might be different colors, but we part mm-hmm. of the human race. I just, I just, I just do it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, in being a doctor of acupuncture and oriental medicine, they didn't say, "Well, these body parts for a black person are here, and these body parts for a white person are here." Like we teach how to treat a human being because you take the layer of skin off and we all look the same. It doesn't you, even you, matter. You're goddamn right. If I need that heart, I don't care what color you <laughs> need. I, 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 I want to live another 20 years. Give me that goddamn heart, man. That's right. That's right. I would like to sit down like with a, with a, uh, like with a, a racist, like a KKK member. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would love to sit because if we sat down, he'll be sitting across from me or we'll be sitting in the room and He'll be sitting at me, looking at me like he hate me because I'm this color. Yeah, and I'm looking at him like, damn, I wanna, I wanna ask him questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. I, I wanna even look at him like, man, I hate him. I just wanna mm-hmm. ask this guy questions. Right. Like I would love to sit down with a with a. a well, and person. I mean, it's clearly a hate group, and and there's going to be these extreme groups, but I mean, just based on conversations that we've had in other shows. Where, you know, people love to shame each other, you know, like women shame each other all the time. Like, oh, no, she didn't wear that. And, you know, I mean, like there's there's just shaming all across the board. And so but those people and the bullies that do that KKK, I mean, they're bullies. And really, the deep root of it is they don't like who they are because happy, healthy people don't treat other people that way. You know, and that's really what it comes down to. So but, you can't change somebody who's so full of rage right. with adding rage to it. You know, mm-hmm. like there has to be, I don't know. But see, what he's talking about doing, I've seen that, an episode of that before, because it was a heavyset black pastor was friend with this KK guy. And that, that not they actually a, did it? Like they not, had an not, interview? Not, yeah, not a KK guy. He's not racist no more. He's just a regular person. But that, that pastor went to him and started talking to him and this and that. He he got out. He, he left mm-hmm. the KKK. Yeah. yeah. Well, because once you, once you yeah. sit and talk to someone and you can see their humanity and you see them mm-hmm. as a human yeah. being, then all of the lies start to go away. Exactly. They, they can't, yeah, yeah, they can't yeah. stay. The lies mm-hmm. literally can't stay once the truth comes out. Right. Mm-hmm. And the truth of seeing someone as a human being but it's like you have to ask questions to get to the yeah. bottom of why do you think this way in the first place? So where's that coming from? And where did you learn that? And why is it there? And can I offer you another perspective? And when you challenge someone's beliefs, yeah, they can get really pissed off and right. super uncomfortable, but they're going to think about it. It's not going to mm-hmm. leave. If it hits a chord, that's not going to leave them because they're going to start, well, yeah, why do I think this way? Why do I have these beliefs and where do they come from? Are they actually something I believe or something I've been told that I should believe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are two different things. Yeah. And they say, like, the, now, the, now the KKKs are, like, the cops, the doctors, and, you know. Actually, the, uh, the old, the, before the police, it was the slave patrol. Actually, uh, that's, but and then when slavery was abolished, then it turned to the police. That's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you something else that's interesting. In this day and time, 
2020, we have black KKK members. Those police officers that, that are the KKK, we got black KKK. <laughs> they part of that. Mm. Yeah, some of the black officers are worse than the whites. Mm. For real, mm. they got mm. members. Mm-hmm. They got black KKK members because that's what people see the police officers as the KKK and blue mm-hmm. suits. They got some black ones too. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think in order to change like the black community, uh, you need to learn learn about yourself. Like, uh, I agree like with uh, with some parts of Martin Luther King, but like how to coming together and stuff like that. Then that was good, but. And during that, black people, they have lost ec- economic power. Because back then, we used to have our own, uh, the Negro League. We were generating money. We had our own barber shops. We had our own uh, just anything. But when we integrated, then the white or the white uh, upper elite they had took power of that. Too. So mm-hmm. now we have a black dollar leaves the black community uh, every six hours compared to the Asians. It's like... A hundred times more, uh, more than more than that. Explain that a black dollar leaves the community every six. So, seven. like, just say I'm a black-owned business. Mm-hmm. I spend my money with black-owned business, but when I go outside my my race and uh, spend money with like a white man's corner store, mm-hmm. or Asian man's corner store, yeah. every six hours, that's what happens in the black community. And I think the uh, whites is like two times more than the uh, or two times less than the mm-hmm. uh, blacks. But I think we need to have our own, like, not 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 be separate from right. people, but like, uh, build our own self up. Like, like have they, our own, like in school, have our own curriculum right. where we talk not just Black History Month, where we talk about like the right the blow of our Black history. Like, uh, we need to have like like the uh, the light bulbs we have today. Uh, it's a dude by the name of Vladimir. He was the head inventor or head. Head engineer and he uh, printed did the blueprints for the light bulb. Mm. Nobody knows that. No, and then, like the street lights, the like first, the Thomas Edison light bulb. He's yeah, the one yeah, who they, created the blueprints for that. Before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you kn- no, I've yeah. never heard that mm-hmm. before. I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like literally, never heard that before. And well, even the uh, slavery, uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln didn't free the slaves. It's called the Gullah Wars, where black Indians they fought the right of slavery, where they were killing all the slave masters and forced Abraham Lincoln to sign the. Uh, Slavery abolishment mm-hmm. uh, no. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah, it definitely wasn't about that. It was yeah. it was a forced thing, yeah. I think we need to learn about ourselves and build ourselves up as as our, like, as a, in our community. Mm-hmm. And then we can, like, come together yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Well, it's taking, it's finding the pride in being who you are and what yeah. your history is and not feeling ashamed of it. Because yeah. yeah. if you feel shame, you are not empowered. It takes, shame is like the bottom of the bottom of the bottom right. of like energy. It's just yeah. the absolute bottom. So if you're coming from a place of shame and feeling ashamed about yourself, even if it's subconscious, if you're feeling that shame about yourself, all your power is gone. Mm-hmm. You cannot stand in power. You cannot build your own business because you're always in the back of your mind thinking that I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. I can't live in this world. Mm-hmm. I'm not welcome in this world. You're always coming from that place. Because that's what we taught in school. Exactly. In school, we was always taught that everything that's that's successful is, is white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything's I mean, it's a Santa Claus. Like I mean, everything. Is, <laughs> everything. If I pass by a home right now, and I seen a black Santa Claus in the yard, you know how they got the big mm-hmm. door. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you know, it'll catch my attention. Like, oh shit, some black people there. 
know? But it's like, but like you pass by, you pass by home, you see white Santa Claus and stuff like that. Oh, you know. Mm-hmm. But you pass by, you see a black Santa Claus, like oh, you know, like it's, it looked funny. Mm-hmm. But there's really nothing wrong with it, you know. Mm-mm. Yeah, but think yeah. about it. We didn't, we didn't in, in in the hoods. We didn't have no chimneys anyway. So, so <laughs> I mean, so 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 you mean to tell me oh a, my God. A, a white guy <laughs> gonna come? Based on history, if you go back in history, the further you go back in history, Santa Claus is actually a black dude or more from West Africa. Mm. Mm. Interesting. So, and then they just like, I guess they whitewash or well, mm-hmm. winners write history. So when yes, yeah. very true. Whoever runs, you know, owns history owns the world, and that's yeah. the way it is. Yeah. And so, because it's your narrative based on your perspective or how you want it to play out in the future, yeah. who you want yeah. to be in control, and we could go down a lot of rabbit holes here. There's but so many. Whoever you want to be, whoever <laughs> you want to be in control, if they write history, they will maintain it. It's not until that history is challenged and the truth comes out that it really starts to crumble. Yeah. 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 And so what we partly see now is we're seeing a crumbling of foundations that were built on completely false narratives. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I think this the way we're going is good, but I think uh, we also need to start our own, like have our own like black business movement, black educational movement. Like just learn about it. Because once we learn about ourselves or and everybody learns about us, then we, we can we can live better amongst each other right. and, mm-hmm. uh, as one. Yeah. Like just like for the, the pyramids, like black people built those pyramids and like just we just learn about us. Yeah. Like, well, it's like you integrate in the right way instead of integrating yeah. through a place of and this is not the right word. It's the only thing that's coming to me and to a place of force like we're going to make this yeah. happen. It's like you're integrating as being proud of who you are. Like, yeah. no, we belong in this society, but you have to. Anytime you want change, you have to start with yourself first. Right. Yeah. So until you, you know, build yourself up and really get to know yourself, then you can, again, stand in that place of position and power. You can't really integrate in because then you're trying to conform. Right. You're not yeah. integrating in and belonging. You're trying to fit in. Yeah. And those are two very different things. And once upon a time, we did have Black Wall Street where they yeah, had their own yep. Oh, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. So and so like all of that went away. Done. It was it, done, you know, then. And that's why I think the education part, like you said, is so important. It's like people need to know that this was in place before. This was all there. Mm -hmm. It's gone. And so we have this idea that it's not available, but it absolutely was because it's been done. Mm -hmm. It's already a proven thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that, like, uh, just like, just in order to get a loan, it's harder for black Mm -hmm. folks to do that. Uh, Like redlining, the uh, government did that. Redlining Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. The projects. Yeah. They, those are like it's, it's documented. Like those are like actual projects made by the government. Too. Yes. Yeah. It's and it's made for a specific reason. Yeah. yeah. It's made for a specific reason because if you can put everybody together and have the same mindset, you're going to generationally stay in that same mindset. Yeah. You're yeah. not going to be. It's going to be very challenging to get out of it. Yeah. Because then, it's become a yeah. normal thing. Mm-hmm. Like after slavery, we didn't get any any uh, psychological help anything, 
So, yeah. So, guys, this has been, a, yeah. I mean, I feel like we need to do this again because this was so good. So, we're so. totally yeah, open so to doing that. Yeah. I was telling Reggie at yeah. the house. He sure was. I said the same thing. I said, it's pretty cool. I like to do this again. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I we definitely be like this. Yeah, yeah, I did too. I'm like, yeah. we could literally sit here for hours and keep talking. So we yeah. we are and definitely going all to put the world it, problems. Yeah. Right here. So we're going to put this on the calendar. Reach out to us. Did y'all see that on the the, the envelope pretty, that yeah, the we, ladies gave us? No, I, I met Jean no, we, um, yeah, at the Dancing with the Stars, oh, the Bay okay, Area okay. thing. I was, that was a cheerleader was last year. Yeah, last year. Yeah, we didn't talk about us eating and 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 the three Caucasian sisters. Walked up to us, had tears oh, in Oh, I saw that on gave, Facebook. I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh. Paid for our food. Uh-uh. And the lady yeah. said, she said, I know you guys are going through a lot of stuff right now, this and that, but we just want, and gave us an envelope. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, I say, man, I ain't never experienced it. And I asked everybody, I said at the table, I said, have y'all ever experienced it? They said, no. Nah. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. looking like, was man, crazy. are they fixing to try to crack a joke? Or they, <laughs> be, you know? yeah. they were probably really, like, nervous because, yeah. you know, was were. it going to be received well? Right. Were you going to, you know, like, and that's, I think, one of the challenges for people is they don't know how well it's going to be received by someone. Right. Is it going to come across as being condescending or is it going to be coming across as loving? Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. I think and that's a big challenge. Not doing too. anything because, you're yeah. like, what if you don't receive it or what, it, like you said, what if they think we're being condescending or we're coming in and we want to be the white saviors? You know, that's a whole thing. Yeah. And so we, we just end up not doing anything, which right. is not helpful either. And that's paralyzing. Yeah, it's Clearly. paralyzing. When they approached us, I know they, that was sincere. That was all real yeah like just the way they talk to just you know you got to tap into a person's spirit a lot of times mm-hmm. you you know whether hey man should i be doing business with this guy or should i be even hanging out with this guy should i be even talking to this guy you got to mm-hmm. tap into people's spirit right and that's something that i've matured to to do man i'm you know you got to listen to people yeah because mm-hmm. a, a, a man and woman can make their mouth say anything but you know one thing patterns don't lie mm-hmm. very very true patterns don't lie. they do not lie yeah. Sure. Yeah. No, we just, we were talking last week on, before our show last week about wanting to have a conversation like this. And so mm-hmm. we were going to do it and we're like, you know what? We need to have a conversation with somebody else, not just us on what, y'all's experience. Our perspective like, on being black in we America. We know our perspective. Clearly we don't know. We, I mean, yeah, you know. Yeah. And so we just kind of started talking about it. We're like, who do we know it's in the community that we could reach out to and see if they'd be willing to come yeah. on? And so your name came up immediately. Yeah. She's like, oh, Jean. I'm like, yes. So yeah. And I was nervous kind of how, too. I'm like, well, you don't have to if you don't want to, but can yeah, I ask a yeah, favor? Because yeah. I was nervous. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know how well it would be he received, didn't but do I'm it, like. But the preacher made him do it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I salute and really commend you guys for, you know, that's, that's thinking outside the box. Because a lot of people want to approach stuff like that mm-hmm. and address it, but they just they can't get the, the, the heart on yeah, the nerve to like, do it. Like you know? a black yeah. person could be like, yeah, what the fuck? Why? You know, like, right. yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I like yeah. this. Yeah, 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 this is, and then, but this is, this is what really dictate the change when mm-hmm. you sit down and have dialogue like this. And, yeah. you know, people are like, well, man, I didn't know you didn't like me. Or, yeah, man, bro, you, you, you still my, I got sisters, you still my sisters. Like mm-hmm. I just told you, I couldn't walk by and see a man slapping y'all up or beating y'all up. I don't, I couldn't walk by and just watch that happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it ain't got nothing to do with color. Yeah. You At know? the end of the day, it doesn't. Yeah, and again, right. it's like, being able to see someone as a human being that's right. Right. and that's and right. celebrating the differences i was like i love analogies if you ever listen to oh, me gosh. talk like i love analogies For but real. but like you know if you go to like a botanical garden you don't go to the garden to see all pink flowers you want to see pink flowers you want to see blue flowers mm-hmm. green yellow 
turquoise you know you want so we are all like we have our own color and so we should celebrate it we shouldn't shame people because Mm -hmm. like i didn't choose to be white you guys didn't choose to be black we just showed up in this body and here we are you know it's like so why can't we celebrate it why does it have to be so um, one one last question so have y'all have y'all posted something on facebook you know about what's going on i have not and for the sole reason that I wanted it to be in this format, because mm-hmm. we're gonna, this will post on social media tomorrow, and I wanted it to be from this kind of conversation instead of just making a statement or putting a meme out or something like that. I'm like, I wanted it to be like my my voice and the voices of other people, mm-hmm. the voices of Black people in my community, so having a conversation. Do you think y'all have some? You think you know when you, when this air, you think y'all to get some negative feedback? Very potentially. Yeah. Because, see, like, we won't get negative feedback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, you know. I think the majority of people yeah. are going to do this. Yeah. yeah There'll be so. those yeah. few voices that may have a problem with it, and they will either, you know, private message us or say something publicly or just not say anything at all. Um, so there will be probably somebody out there who feels that way. But see, the majority of people, I feel like, are going to yeah. do this. I think and people yeah. know me. I have a mouth, so they know if they say <laughs> anything, I'll say it yeah. back. So, yeah. See, so I don't like, think I'll like, have any problems. That's like another, like being black. Like if he posts this, mm-hmm. like we, I posted the thing when the little girls gave us the pay for yeah. food. It was nothing but you know, yeah. love and support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like if y'all post this, mm-hmm. y'all might get negative feedback. Right. Like we won't get negative I don't yeah. think so, so much. And I think, I really do think it's really a matter of like opening up the conversation. People are nervous. They don't know how to yeah. approach it, how to even start it. Because even with me, and I know you, you know, I don't know you that well. I'm yeah. obviously getting to know you better, but I'm like, you don't have to do, I was nervous. I'm like tiptoeing. I'm like, shit, how do I say this? You know? And so, you know, and you received it wonderfully yeah. you know but i was still nervous because mm-hmm. it, it it's crossing yeah. a the race barrier you know and it's like but we need more of that you know mm-hmm. we just need more of it yeah and mm-hmm. so getting out of our comfort zone and mm-hmm. you know having the uncomfortable conversations that are really going to mm-hmm. make this place a beautiful place to live yeah and I also didn't, I didn't want to just post something just to be posting something. Right. You know, yeah. it's like, I wanted it to really be something that was from my heart and how I really feel. And so, because I'm like, if I'm just posting just to post, then it's not authentic mm-hmm. and I'm not really helping the situation. I'm just fitting in. So I'm y'all, not belonging to myself in it. So when y'all see like, when y'all, cause it's been going on, but like the videos on Facebook or wherever, wherever y'all see the videos of, of like a black man dying or a young black kid dying, like, do y'all just kind of like, damn. I kind of want to, it's bad, it's not right, but I kind of want to just stay away from that because I'm not black. That's an interesting question. Um, I think there is like some of that feeling, like you want to like, oh my gosh, that what the hell is going on and how could this possibly happen and how are all these people standing around watching this happen and nothing So do you feel somewhat responsible because of the color of your skin? No, it's more like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to respond because right, I'm not right, black. Right. And if I respond, because there is like, if you respond, you then like you're like ignorant you. white woman or you're just trying, you got white tears, you know, and this is coming from other white people. Well, this is, by like the way, this is not coming like from a, black a people. Nigga lover. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Stuff like that. Or, you know, you're just trying to like self aggrandize. You're trying to, you know, make yourself be the center of attention with this thing. If you say something, that's why he said y'all was going to probably get some negative feedback. There's potential for it. Yeah. And again, I really do think the majority of people are going to applaud it and be really excited to listen to this conversation. There's always going to be those people that regardless of what you do, they're going to have something negative to say about it. Black people look at us. They're going to look at us like, damn, y'all trying to help us. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all, y'all, yeah. y'all a voice, y'all are yeah. a voice. But then, like, you know, I'm just like, want to see how it is for y'all. Like, well, I guess we will see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But maybe we'll have a. That will be our yeah. part two. Yeah. <laughs> More often, if we're gonna get shamed, it's gonna be from someone who's white and not someone yeah. who's yeah. black. Yeah. Um, so that's usually where I don't think I've ever had a shaming comment from a black person yeah. on something. But from the white community, there is that. And even taking it a step further, interestingly, like in the spiritual community, which is part of my business, it's like there. There's this huge thing. Like right now, if if you're not posting about this, then you're part of the problem and you're a racist. And it's like, well, uh, <laughs> like I just, I don't want to, again, don't want to just be posting about this just to post about this. I want to see real change happen. Mm-hmm. And I know that's not going to happen by me just making a Facebook post. Having a conversation changes mm-hmm. things. Right. Yeah. Learning history. I mean, I want to have you back on just to pick your brain about the history because I think, I actually think it's really fascinating mm-hmm. because there's so much we don't know and so much we haven't been told. Mm-hmm. So having this to me is so much more impactful than me just making a statement that I'm here and I'm listening. I'd rather be here yeah. and listening. And yeah, it, for yeah. him to be so young and know the history like that—that's mm-hmm. that's, that's that's amazing. It's too. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Re- really amazing and like extremely I'm, valuable. Like yeah. Very dad, valuable. As a dad, I, his age, nobody tell me about his. I ain't nobody tell me hey, you need to study your history. Nobody tell me hey, you need to get your. He got a good credit score. Like mm-hmm. hey, you need to get your credit score up higher. Mm-hmm. Like I ain't know nothing about yeah. none of that. But mm-hmm. I broke that cycle and now. Right, right. Exactly. You know, he he didn't know about his, history. Mm-hmm. He know about the law. He know his credit score good. Mm-hmm. He's fixing to be a realtor, you know. Mm-hmm. He's boxing. Just yeah. be better. My thing is be better than me. Right. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Elevate the next. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what you're kind of, you know, pointing to with the education and, and also mm-hmm. supporting your own businesses. Yeah. And it's because it's like, let's let's go to the next level. Let's do better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's learn mm-hmm. to be better as you. Again, not trying to fit in but and not conforming, but actually right. being yourself. Yeah. yeah. I think everybody sitting here can say that I'm not anti-black, I'm not anti-white, anti-Chinese, anything. But like I can speak for the three of us, we pro-black. You guys yeah. are pro-white. You know why? Because that's what God—that's the color yeah. God gave us. Yeah. So I mean, like I said, if if if, if we all related, we part of the human race, mm-hmm. and, and 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 God labeled us with the color. So mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, I, I just don't understand. I never really understood or really experienced to the depth of most people, racism, because like I said, I come from a boxing background mm-hmm. and, you know, tournaments, uh, Salvation Army Boys Club, it was, it was all races there. Yeah. All yeah. races there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I know. That was awesome. <laughs> this was, I'm serious. I'm just so thankful that y'all yes. came on today to have this conversation with us because this was good and we are definitely doing this again. Have so to, we're going to, we, yeah. we are, yes. we totally. have to do this again because yeah. there's so much more for us to talk and, about. And I think we might get questions from other people like, oh, maybe ask yeah. this or do that. Yeah. Or, so, you know, I think that really would yeah. be a good thing. If y'all thing. are listening out there and you do have questions for us, we are going to schedule another show here in the next month or two quickly. I think we need to do it this summer. That's too long. Yeah. I'm, I'm, no? I'm, 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 Let's do Jan. I mean, it's going to be July here in like okay. three weeks. So yeah. let's do July. So yeah. we're going to yeah. come back to y'all in July. So if you have questions, 
please leave them here on whatever um, format you're listening to. It's your SoundCloud, iTunes. You can leave comments here. The best place to leave the comments is to go to the Wild Wisdom Facebook page and leave it on the post there. That's the easiest way to get questions to us so that we see them immediately. So we would love your questions, your comments, anything that you want to bring to the table. Again, no holds bar. There's nothing off limits. So it doesn't matter how touchy your comment or your question is. It's fine. We'll talk about it. Yeah. So we would love to hear from you. So guys, I'm I'm a little slow on the technology. If you guys can like, Plug me in. Yes. Oh, yes. We'll send it. Yes. yes. We will and I send found all your business you. page. I tagged your business page in. Which one? Your, is it a freedom something page? I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll get the technicals okay. later. Okay. But yeah. Okay. But yeah. So thank yes. you guys so very much yeah. for being it, it, here. We're very appreciative. And we look forward. Love sharing this this platform with you guys to awesome. talk about something that's going to make the world a better place. Yes. This, Amen. This, this is what it's all about. So this is what this is all about. Making the world. a better place absolutely this this this, this is this is where the reconciliation tour starts right here yes absolutely yes and we are very happy to be a part of that yes yes so thank you all so much for listening thanks for joining us we will see you next week Um, but then we're going to have the guys come back in july so please let us know questions comments and we will see you later bye Bye.